Hi everyone, welcome to episode 20 of the Sunny Commutes podcast. This is where I talk web development, business, and other related topics, all while I commute on my way to work. So before I start today's topic, I want to announce officially that I am rebranding my podcast. You've obviously heard the new intro just now. I'm renaming the podcast to Sunny Commutes. I think it's a little clever and I'll talk about it probably in more detail in a future episode. There's new artwork also, uh, so let me know uh, what you think about it. I designed it myself, and I I think it it works pretty well. So today's topic is a continuation of previous episodes topic. I was talking about back-end frameworks back on Monday, and today I'm talking about front-end frameworks. So another technical topic, if it's not of your interest, uh, feel free to skip it, uh, and you know, you can suggest new topics by tweeting me at sunnysync.io. That's how I came up with last episodes and today's topics. So, yeah, I'm talking about front-end frameworks specifically, you know, JavaScript frameworks. And I think the best place to start is talking about jQuery, because I feel like that kind of started it all. You know, before then, it was, there wasn't really a JavaScript framework. I mean, there were a couple around. There were, there was MooTools, there was, um, Man, like prototype. I mean, there were frameworks around, but I feel like jQuery really started changing, you know, how, how we uh, develop for, um, you know, what type of applications we develop. Uh, we could do more feature rich stuff and not have to really worry about making it work in, you know, IE7 or whatever. And, um, and I started with jQuery like many other developers. I love jQuery for what it brought, you know, it's, and if you're not familiar with jQuery, it's a DOM manipulation and Ajax library also has a lot of other utilities built in. You can do, you know, animations with it. Um, Just a lot of things that uh, nowadays you can just do with vanilla JavaScript, which is the reason that you hear that, you know, jQuery is dying out. You don't need jQuery anymore. It's actually a site. It's like why you shouldn't use jQuery uh, anymore.com or something like that. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's pretty easy to replace it with just native APIs that the browser provides. And a lot of stuff that we have is now cross-browser compatible because we don't have to support, you know, IE6, IE7, IE8. Uh, actually, if you need like kind of a baseline for what you should support, you know, at a large company like Bank of America, where, where I work right now, uh, we support the latest IE11. So, you know, if you're still supporting IE10, which I actually was, uh, but then I heard that like, oh, we support like, oh, we don't support IE10 at, at the bank. And I'm like, wow, that's interesting. You know, it's a large corporation. I figured they would. But yeah, if you're supporting IE10, like you, you really don't need to, in my opinion, because you know, a large uh, corporation is not supporting it, so why should you? Um, obviously, if your users are there, then, you know, that's your own decision. But, um, but yeah, I started with jQuery, and that has allowed me to learn a lot of JavaScript, but uh, now I just use vanilla JavaScript. Now, as far as frameworks go, though, where you actually do need to build complex UIs, I do feel like you need a, a modern single-page application framework like React, uh, Angular, or Vue. And my thoughts on those are, you know, use them when you need them. Uh, I I hit a pain point with just using jQuery where I was managing a lot of state in the DOM, and it was just 
I was introducing a lot of bugs where, you know, once I used React, which is my go-to framework nowadays, I, you know, it's so much easier and you, the way you write your UI is it's more a declarative approach. Uh, if you're not familiar with declarative versus imperative programming, look it up. It's really great. Uh, I might do a topic on this, but yeah, declarative approach to building UIs where you just describe how UI, how your UI looks uh, at a certain state. So what you only have to do is update the state and your, your, your UI will update and you never really have to worry about, you know, managing the DOM, manipulating the DOM. So I'm running a little bit low on time here. I'll continue this in the next segment, talking a little bit more about React and Angular and Vue and my opinion on all three of those frameworks. About the three frameworks and how there's a declarative approach to building your UI. You just have your UI represent uh, your state and you don't never have to worry about how to manipulate your DOM to have it show correctly for the current state. You just update your state, uh, you, you say how your UI should look and uh, React or whatever framework will handle all that for you. Now, let me talk about how or why I chose React in the first place. I don't remember if I said this at the end of the previous segment, but uh, the main reason is that I wanted server-side rendering because at the time, you know, this one Angular 1 was around. Uh, Vue might have been around, I'm not really sure, but uh, Angular 1 was the most popular framework at the time and everyone were building like all types of sites with Angular. And there were, everyone were like, oh man, Angular is so, so great, you can build very quickly. I'm like, okay, cool, but you know, you're building this client-side rendered app and you don't have any search engine optimization. And even if, you know, a lot of people would argue Google indexes your, your JavaScript, it's fine. Okay, well, what about social media? You know, no one really talks about this, but like social media will index your site as well. There's probably other platforms that will come and, you know, and crawl your site for information. And if you post a link on Facebook and you have an Angular 1, you know, site that you're posting, then if it's an article or if it's some type of, you know, a profile page or something, um, it's not going to show any of that information. It's not going to show that profile image, that name of that person, right? Because um, it's just the index HTML file. So, so yeah, and you can provide some logic on the back end. You can, you know, get a service, uh, like there's like prerender.io to pre-render your site so that crawlers could look at it, um, get all the information that's um, in the rendered version of your site. Uh, but a lot of that to me, like just sounds like a hassle. Um, I think that the more correct way or the correct approach is to server-side render. And this is something that React had at the beginning, um, or at least when Angular 1 was around, maybe they added it later on. But um, but at that time, React had server-side rendering. And I thought, I was like, whoa, okay, Facebook has figured this out. They, you know, obviously they think it's really important as well. I'm not the only person. And, and that's when I started looking at React. There's a lot of new resources coming about it. And there was also Angular version 2, which is, at the time, I don't know about now, but at the time, it's not compatible with Angular 1. And that was, you know, something where, like, okay, why should I start learning Angular 1? You know, Angular 2 was, like, an alpha, or, like, pre-alpha. And so, like, why should I start learning Angular 1 uh, when I know that Angular 2 is going to be coming, and Angular 2 is not compatible with Angular 1? So everything I'm learning, it won't matter, right? Because um, it'll 
it'll just be an outdated framework. It's like technical debt from the start of your project, which, which is really dumb. So that's when I started looking at React. Now, don't get me wrong, I liked Angular 1. It, was, it felt like kind of like the jQuery of a single page application framework. It, like, it worked really well, I feel like. Um, it, it, it was just easy to learn. It was easy to get started, and and yeah, and but I still, you know, because of that reason of the whole versioning thing, I started looking into React. There was some nice, um, there was a nice community growing, even though it was smaller than Angular at the time. Um, you know, I was learning about server-side rendering and um, this component stuff, JSX, which at the time I was like, why would you include HTML in JavaScript? But now it makes sense. I don't like that you have to pre-compile. Uh, I prefer to just use like template literals of ES6. I know that Facebook team has talked about it a little bit, uh, which I hope to add in the future, but uh, I think that a new framework will just come around oh, that will make improvements to React or use standard APIs like web components, but um, running a little on time here. So basically, um, I really enjoyed how React was structured around components. Um, it's very simple API. It was just JavaScript because you know, you have HTML and JavaScript, but you're not introducing a new templating language. You're just writing JavaScript, and that's really the main thing. Um, I like I learned so much JavaScript from React, and so the if, if you're just looking to learn a framework, Vue is really nice. Angular uh, version two is great for being an opinionated framework. Uh, React, however, I think you'll get the most learning material, get a large community, and in the long run, you'll just know JavaScript, which is great. So thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed. Uh, and I'll catch you guys on the next episode. Bye.